Welcome to the B2B Proposal Playbook Podcast. Every two weeks, our CEO, Joe Ardeser, will share actionable steps on how to write proposals that eliminate scope creep, productize your offering, and increase your overall profitability. Make sure you subscribe. This is another episode of the B2B Proposal Playbook Podcast. It's my honor to host this with Joe Ardeser, CEO of Smart Pricing Table. Joe, it is great to be with you again. You as well, Kevin. Excited to talk again. So I I love we even have a little prep time before these and I just love to to I mean he he picks my energy up just by having our conversation to talk about what we're going to talk about today but I I want to kind of recap a little bit on what we talked about in episodes one and two laid a really good foundation about just why proposals are important and it's not just the importance of them but it's also how do you do how do you create effective proposals how do you eliminate scope creep how do you manage expectations how do you ensure increased profitability through proposals and and then episode 2 we we really started looking at you know how do you build an offering catalog and productize you know kind of your services and and i really encourage you if you haven't listened to episodes 1 and 2 to go back watch them on youtube listen to them on spotify apple podcasts it is every one of these is going to be its own little mini module of how to do proposals well. And Joe, I, I'm amazed at uh, how well you know your own product. And it is so good to kind of pick your brain and, you know, every couple of weeks and looking forward to this one where we're really going to dive in and just look at the software itself. So talk about just the software, the importance of it. Why do you need software related to writing good proposals? Yeah. Well, and uh, just to kind of piggyback on your your comment, Kevin, about these you know, modules in this podcast, it's a playbook, right? So we're going to cover different categories, different big ideas, and they kind of all coalesce into a, a, a better experience and enjoyable proposal writing. The big idea of this podcast is uh, the software that you use. And what I have in mind in particular is using proposal-specific software. So what I found uh, working with, I work with a lot of marketing agencies, a lot of other businesses uh, with with our uh, company, Smart Pricing Table. And what what I see a lot of uh, what's going on um, in the market are things like uh, using Google Docs or mm-hmm. Google Slides or Word, which have their benefits, but I, I like to point out that it's not proposal-specific software. Right. And the problem when you use software that isn't proposal-specific, Kevin, is that you don't have proposal-specific features, <laughs> right? Uh, and so you, you're you're with uh, Google Docs. I love Google Docs. It's great. I use it for a lot of different things, but if I wanted to use it for proposal software, I'm going to lack things like e-signatures. I'm going to lack things like um, open notifications or Mm -hmm. analytics. Um, And all of those things can kind of come in together and and make it uh, a lot smoother in the proposal writing process. The thing that comes to mind when you said that is, you know, jack of all trades, he's a great great tradesman, but he's a terrible software package. So, right. you know, you're jack of all trades and, and it ends up with master of none. So let's compare kind of the idea of without, you know, we're not picking on anybody here in particular, but what what's the difference between just a generic suite and the specific podcast, the proposal software that you've created that says, you know, you, you touched on it kind of at a high level, but you know, really drill down on just the the UX, you know, the user experience of, you know, using something that's specifically designed for one particular task. Yeah. 
Well, why don't, why don't we, you want to just go through the list of some of the features that come with proposal yeah, software? Yeah, it would help, help understand just kind of the workflow, yes. Yeah, let, let's dive into these. So the first one I have written down is e-signatures. E-signatures are important and are important because without that, that being built into your software, it causes a lot of friction. You know, what I see a lot of marketing agencies do or businesses do is they'll have some kind of proposal, a master services agreement, maybe they have a, a slide deck. And, and then after everything's good to go, then they have to go through the manual labor of putting it into say a DocuSign or some kind of signature software like that. I think what, what can happen is it slows down the process. You've got more room for error and mistakes. And it just makes it a little bit more complicated. I also like to just point out, you know, a lot of the customers that I work with, the CEO that's building a lot of these proposals. And, you know, an extra five or 10 minutes of friction is enough to delay it a day or two. Mm -hmm. Because you've yeah. got so much going on. So I think having e-signatures built into your software that you're uh, creating proposals with is very important. Is there a cost feature or cost advantage as well? I mean, I know, you know, DocuSign and, and other like external uh, you know, companies, there's a, there's a, could be a substantial cost involved with, with e-signatures. How does that kind of work yeah. with, with a smart pricing table? Yeah, well, it's, it's somewhat offset because generally if you're using DocuSign, you're probably using like a free document creator, Google docs is free. So, so there's not necessarily a, a, a price advantage. Um, but, but generally when you have a piece of software with e-signatures built in, there's no cost for that. That's just part of the software right. suite. Sometimes right. my, our customers will ask us, do you, do we need to have a separate e-signature account? And the answer is no, it's, yep. it's all built in. Yeah. That, that's a great feature. It's a great feature. You, you also mentioned a, a second ago about open notifications. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Open notifications are a really big deal. To understand when your prospect has actually opened it can give you insight into your sales strategy. Uh, so many folks are just creating proposals and they're throwing it over the fence and they have no idea what's going on. For me personally, as, a, as an account executive or a sales guy, that's demoralizing. Like that, that takes all the wind out of my sales. It's such a common issue with proposal writing to put all this time into it and and literally, I don't even know if any of it was worth it, right? But we don't we don't do that with so many other things, right? If, if I can get Google Analytics on my website, if I do different marketing campaigns, I want to track them. I want to understand how effective they are. So, open notifications. The idea is that the proposal software will send you an email when the uh, when the proposal is opened by your prospect. Okay, that's a simple idea. It's good to get you know an initial uh, feedback on how quickly they opened it. Mm -hmm. um, that might give you a sense of how engaged they are. And then I also like open notifications for something where maybe, maybe your prospect has been quiet for a few weeks and then the open notification, all of a sudden you, you get an email that they've opened it and it could uh, give you some ideas on some timely follow-up. And it's also really exciting, right? Maybe it's been three weeks, you're, you're looking at the proposal and then all of a sudden it shows, you know, recipient opened the proposal again. Say so I'm back in the game. You know, <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. I want to, I need as a salesperson or as a business, I want to focus my energies on where they're going to make the biggest impact, yes. right? So I want to, I want to follow up with people that are opening up my proposals and engaging. I, that, that is absolutely true. And is, is there some sense of, uh, is there anything in addition to that? Like, is it just the fact that they opened the email or that they've opened the attachment or that they've, 
dug, you know, dived into the software. They've gone. I mean, are there are there more, I guess, granular analytics that that are kind of tracking that that say yes, they've they viewed it, they've clicked on links in it. Any of those additional steps? Yeah, well, different proposal software is going to give you different features. There, I can speak to what we do at Smart Pricing Table. Um, our software is really focused on the scope of work. Uh-huh. The thing that's changing with every project is your scope, your service outline, your prices. And so that's where we really focus. And uh, the idea of analytics is a, a log inside of the proposal that's showing you how your prospect is interacting with your proposal. Mm, yeah, that's what I was asking again, about. Yeah. It, and 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 again, Kevin, it's it's so it's so helpful, right? Like I I want my time to count. I want the sales activities that I'm doing to lead to deals, right? And so analytics might t- tell you, you know, um, what pages they clicked on. If you have a multi-page proposal, uh, maybe they clicked on your biographical, your team page, or they're mm-hmm. uh, looking at your terms. That's helpful information. And with Smart Pricing Table, we take that to the next level. We'll also tell you um, with our platform, you can have a scope of work page and line items can open and close. And because of that feature, we can also track, uh, we also will log if someone opens a line item. So you can see that maybe it's the line item is project kickoff call or um, social media marketing. Mm -hmm. It'll show that they opened it. We also track if they check a box, so an upsell or an optional item, we track that. And uh, finally, if they change a quantity as well. And so it might seem like a minor thing, but those more intimate, lower level details helps me understand how my prospect is interacting and maybe what they're most interested in. Another example might be, or or, sorry, a, a specific example might be, let's say they clicked on a uh, project kickoff call, they opened it, that line item, and they selected an option that says on-site kickoff meeting. Right. Well, what's that telling me as a salesperson? It's it's telling me that they're dialing in their prices. They're engaging with my proposal. If they just click on scope of work and they never open anything, mm-hmm. you know, it was probably just a quick look. Or maybe they turned an option on or off three or four times. And I could see where, you know, tactfully, obviously, um, you could say something like, hey, just curious, were you interested in this this particular thing? Um, and then that could bring about a conversation where you could overcome an objection and lead to a sale and a bigger budget on a particular uh, service. So I think analytics can really help you up your game and give you more insights than you might have otherwise. I, I think we could almost do an entire episode just on analytics alone, just on the benefit of analytics in the sales process. And, you know, maybe in a future episodes, we can circle back and, and kind of rehash that a little bit. But you mentioned something just a second ago that I think is is really, you know, germane to the idea of the sales process. And that you, you used a specific term upsell. Talk about upsells and how they are kind of integrated into the proposal software. And this may be another great, you know, example of, of how a suite solution would not be able to, you know, provide these, these really right. specific features. 
Yeah, yeah, like Google Docs, for instance. Again, love Google Docs, right? But you can't have like an interactive pricing table inside of Google Docs. Right. Yeah, the the idea with upsells is maybe I can make an entire line item optional. Maybe it's an upsell and a, a, a certain part of the pr- proposal. Uh, you also can have the idea, uh, another, another thought is um, pr- uh, upsells inside of a line item. Now, there's not a lot of proposal software that does that. Um, ours does. And so... You know, you can define an offering and then add additional checkboxes so that the prospect can configure their proposal based on their desires and their budget. And that's just, you just don't get that um, with with generic document so- software. I'd also say that, you know, another challenge can be using a software suite that is more focused on sales and maybe has a proposal module. I won't mention any names, but there's lots of those companies out there. Listeners will probably know of some right away. And one of the challenges with a a more business-focused, sales-focused suite is you've just, you know, they have so many different types of applications in their suite, and it can be really hard to do all of them well. And so there's software out there where proposal writing or quotes is just a, a part of it. And it doesn't tend to go very deep. It's very straightforward, simple proposals. Upsells are huge. You know, at, at my old uh, agency, we saw a massive increase, something like 30, 40% in our a- average project price when we started including dynamic upsells in our proposals. And again, you need proposal software, proposal specific software to do that. Let's face it, building proposals is a pain for most agencies. It drains your time and energy, and the prospect of being ghosted is real. But what if I told you there's a better way? Introducing Smart Pricing Table, the game-changing interactive proposal software designed specifically for agencies like yours. Learn more at smartpricingtable.com. So in, in a previous episode, we were talking about, you know, just the idea of productizing your services. So... You know, upsells are great, even if you've got the solution and the and the software that will allow it to happen. But if the customer still doesn't understand exactly what the product is, then right. you, you've got another hurdle that you haven't overcome. So it really is this perfect integration of they're very clear on the offering and very easy, reduce the friction on, you know, being able to say yes, you know, yeah. in the process. So, yeah. And I also think, Kevin, um, this just, I just thought of this, but another nice thing is a dynamic total. In a proposal-specific software, if you've got an interactive pricing table, it can also give your prospect a dynamic total. And and prospects love this. I've seen PDFs where folks have like checkboxes and they say, you know, if you want this, but how do you update that? I've got to get tell, out the calculator. That's right. Yeah, I've got yeah, I've got to tell the vendor, hey, I, I want this, and they they update it and they send it back out again. Again, just like with uh, not having e-signatures, that's creating a, a lot of unnecessary friction. And when you have upsells and options inside of a proposal, you can drastically cut down on the back and forth. And less back and forth means uh, you know faster sales cycles and uh, more profitability. And I I think you know you can also adjust on the fly. You know if if a client right. just or a prospect just does not want features, boom, they're gone. You know type thing. And and it it dynamically price adjusts up or down. You know depending right. on what they would would select, but. This within the software itself. So you've got, you know, you've got your e-signatures, you have the analytics, you know, built into this, you've got the upsell feature built into it, but how do you house all this together? Is there, are there standard ways to create, you know, proposals? Is it templated? Is it, 
Is it, you know, is it kind of like, you know, just putting modules together and it just kind of fits into a puzzle? How does it work specifically in the software? Yeah, I think, you know, with, with most proposal software, you're going to have uh, a concept of, of templates and you're going to have a concept of uh, maybe a library of, of line items. Um, th these are really important because it, without those two components, you can't really build a system. Mm -hmm. uh, so many folks will just grab an old uh, document, they'll duplicate it and then try to remember what they need to change. <laughs> uh, I, I recently had a, a document created for me by a third-party vendor, and uh, it had someone else's business name at the very end. Right? Well, that, that's indicative that of, yeah, of, of just grabbing an old uh, document and, and trying to retrofit it. When you do that, the proposal, isn't, it doesn't feel tailored and often can feel like you almost miss the 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 point of the project or you, you're not it's not personalized for your prospect and so I think a template is really helpful and the idea is you're stepping out of your sales game you're slowing down to speed up and it doesn't mean you have to do you know stop production for th three weeks to create a really good template but if you can slow down and start building uh, a template outside of game mode right. You're you're uh, you're working on the business. You're not in the business mm. momentarily, yeah. and you really think through what are some of my offerings. Like we talked about in the the catalog episode and episode two, or what are what are some of the pages, the information we want to provide to our prospects. If you do that, it'll pay dividends, and and you also have a repository. Okay, until you do that, you're you're just grabbing old old proposals and you're grinding it out. But as soon as you start, as soon as you start to build a system with templates and with line items, reusable line items, all of a sudden, when problems happen and and learnings happen and frustrations with prospects happen or customers, you can go back to your system, you can go back to your template, you can go back to your line items, and you can make adjustments so you don't keep failing in the same way over and over. Yeah, I mean, there's just a personalization, you know, if I get a proposal that has somebody else's business name on it or the wrong phone number or something like that, I'm like, you know, I, I kind of almost feel like I'm a number, you know, or right. I, instead of a, the, we're having a relationship here. I, I certainly feel like a customer, you know, right. Um, right. But there's, there is so much to, I mean, that you've explained kind of the advantages of, of having a really a dedicated process or system in place, um, you know, some of the features, but Let's let's kind of take the plane a little, you know, up to 50,000 feet again. So let's just wrap up today with just kind of rehashing what just some of the generic importances of having this in place for you, uh, for your clients when you're trying to really, you know, improve the sales process with prospective clients. Yeah, I'd say the high level benefits of using proposal specific software um, would be consistency I'm building a system. I'm I'm identifying patterns in the services that I offer. And so I have a consistent offering that's a blessing to my entire team who's yep. fulfilling it, right? And, and says to the customer, we've done this before. I think it's so important that your proposals are quality enough that they say, we've done this before. The second thing would be speed. When you build a system, again, it's slow down to speed up. As you start investing in a, a a series of templates and line items, and you have proposal software with e-signatures and um, intelligence, it really begins to speed up the process. 
And if I can get proposals out quicker because I'm using proposal-specific software, that will translate into my bottom line. It's so important. Customers don't like to wait a week. You know, if, if, if your two other competitors got theirs back in two or three days, then you're at a real disadvantage. I would also say um, just robustness. When you're creating a proposal, you're in execution mode. When you're building your system, you're thinking about your business. You're asking questions like, what do we want to offer? What are the things that we want to say? And how do we want to position ourselves? And so that leads to a robust system where you can generate proposals over and over quickly and be confident that they don't have a bunch of holes in them. And then I'd say, finally, uh, proposal-specific so software leads you to more enjoyment. I, I uh, the, the parent company of Smart Pricing Table, my LLC, is Jovial Software. And I picked that very intentionally. My, and, you know, ever since, you know, my early adult career in the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial space, I've made it a goal that work should be fun. If work is not fun, I'm doing something wrong. And a proposal specific software has all the features that can allow you to enjoy the process if you do it right. If you invest in a system, you can have a lot more fun, get things done quicker. Your team will thank you. Um, it's just a, a multiplier effect that can happen from it. And I mean, it sounds somewhat trite, but I, I think your prospects will thank you for it. You know, you yeah. provide them a professional, clearly understandable, you know, proposal that is at the speed of business. You know, that is, you you said, we're not waiting a week on this. We don't have to go back and update things back in the office. I mean, it, it literally is real time that we can show you with this kind of tallying, you know, bottom line, you know, as you add features, take features away type thing, but you just make it easy for people to say yes. You know, how can you make it easy for people to say yes, that you've already pre-qualified as a good fit for the, for the product anyway. So yeah, it, it's, to, it's, yeah. I, I'd say, yeah, customer, customer delight. And, and a lot of uh, all these principles, you know, I, I obviously, I, I love them and we've, um, codified them in smart pricing table. We make it easy to, to play all this out. Um, one of the fun things, uh, Kevin, I looked up a while ago, a lot of my customers are marketing agencies and I wanted to see, you know, across the marketing agency space, what's our close rate. And I was pleasantly surprised that and this, and this is all connected to that customer delight, a mm -hmm. uh, 42% closed one from proposals sent out in our system from marketing agencies. If you think, well, what happened to the other 58%, I just say, that's a freaking huge amount. That is, that is um, unbelievable. Al know? Almost one yeah. out of two projects. I mean, yeah. that's that's wild. I, I'd take that any day as a sales guy. I, I think any sales organization would take that any day as a sales guy, for sure. For sure, man. This is, this is uh, speaking of delight, I mean, every, every time we sit down and we talk about just you know, specific features around writing good proposals and the benefits of doing such. It's enjoyable to hear the you share, you know, and if I'm listening to this podcast, I'm thinking I am taking notes pretty furiously because, I mean, you are speaking exactly things that are a pain point that I, I want to address through listening to this podcast, through, you know, gaining the opportunity to be able to use this software. But just wrap us up today with the, just if you have anything that you just want to close us with, and I'm looking much so forward to episode four, where we really get down and talking about, you know, the options that the clients have. Yeah. 
And as a closing thought, Kevin, I would just commend the podcast as an accelerator to a much more fire, fire-free business. I feel like so much times in, in business, you're putting out fires. Mm. Um, but if, as we talked about in episode one, if a proposal is essentially the plan for your project that you're pitching to your prospect, getting that plan right makes all the difference. And really, um, a, a good piece of proposal software is just to help you make a better plan. That's the big idea there. Joe, thanks again for uh, just taking time today and just sharing with us. And what a great um, way to wrap up today, just with the idea of that we can, we kind of come, we've come full circle in this episode about really what is the main point of having good software in place. And like I said, I'm looking forward to the next episode where we talk about, you know, customer options and I think really starting to see these episodes build on each other. Like you said, we're putting together a playbook so you can succeed. Joe, thanks again. Thanks, Kevin. And just ask yourself this question. Are you leaving money on the table with your proposals? Introducing Smart Pricing Table, the ultimate agency proposal software with built-in upsell features. Maximize your revenue potential today. Visit smartpricingtable.com slash DAG to learn more and download our free guide, The Profitable Proposal Blueprint.